Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. My goal is for us to discover jazz old and new together by listening to a wide array of selections and exploring different jazz styles and topics related to jazz. We'll learn more about what it is, what it isn't, how it's developed, and what we can listen for to enhance our experience. This program is on Trent Radio, 92.7 on your dial, and Peterborough Independent Podcasters. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. Episode 57, Cuban Jazz, Part 3. After the revolution in 1959, Castro wanted to separate Cuba from anything American, since it was the Americans who had kept the corrupt dictator Batista in power for so long and had contributed to Cuba becoming a place where the distinctions between rich and poor were greater than ever and contributed to the mass corruption and ownership by U.S. gangsters that was typical of Havana in the 1940s and 50s. So one of Castro's early interventions was to ban American-style jazz. Cuba's Ministry of Culture at the time viewed jazz as the music of imperialist America. But to quote saxophonist Paquita de Rivera, who later emigrated to the U.S. and became a strong voice in the anti-Castro movement, that was a time where jazz music was a four-letter word in Cuba, Literally, after many years of that thought, in 1967, they decided to create the orchestra called the Cubana de Musica Moderna. There were a lot of left-wing people going to Cuba, attending congresses and visiting, so the government decided to create an image that jazz was not forbidden and that nothing was forbidden here. Cubana de Musica Moderna, later in 1973, evolved into Ira Carey, with most of the same musicians. Trumpeter Arturo Sandoval, also a founder of Ira Carey, who defected to the U.S., states, We wanted to play bebop, but we were told that our drummer couldn't even use cymbals because they sounded too jazzy. We eventually used congas and cowbells instead, and in the end, it helped us come up with something new and creative. Now, it was this music that formed the basis for what is called salsa today, the dance being called timba. This dance music was reinvented through the playing of Chuchu Valdez and Iriqueri, as well as Juan Fermel with Los Banban. The rhythms are referred to as songo, which is described as a feast of conversations between violins and trombones and the jagged rhythms that back hit songs packed with gossip and catchphrases. Here's a live recording from probably around 1977. It features Arturo Sandoval doing that wild trumpet solo near the end of the piece. And I suspect the equally wild saxophone sound is Paquito de Rivera, now a famous jazz saxophonist and clarinetist of New York. Eric Harry with Avonili Bongo. Thank you. 
Now, the leader of Iracari, Chuchu Valdez, later became the artistic director of the Havana Jazz Festival and is an extraordinary pianist, writer, and arranger. He still resides in Havana much of the time, although he travels around the world. He's the son of Bebo Valdez, who was the house pianist at the Hotel Tropicana in Havana. One of his colleagues was Chico O'Farrell, who was a composer and the primary arranger until he moved to Mexico in 1957. Chuchu Valdez and Chico's son, pianist Arturo O'Farrell, have put together two albums playing together over the past few years, and on the latest one, a double CD, Chico and Bebo's grandchildren are also featured. The album is called Familia. I'll play two tracks from that album. First, Chuchu Valdez and his tribute to his father, and it features the grandkids, trumpeter Adam O'Farrell, drummer Zach O'Farrell, pianist Leanis Valdez, and drummer Jesse Valdez. Here is Recuerdo.
as I was listening to that, I was wondering who did that lovely clarinet solo. And I looked it up. His name is Ernesto C. Vega from the 2017 album by Arturo Farrell and Chucho Valdez called Familia. That was Recuerdo. That was from the more modern sounding of the two CDs. The more traditional one has orchestrations by Arturo O'Farrell, much influenced by his father, Chico. I had the pleasure of interviewing Arturo when I was at the Havana Jazz Festival in 2014. I like his personal philosophy related to playing music, and his passion for Cuba certainly comes through. Here's a clip of me talking to him in the very noisy Malia Cohiba Hotel Bar. I don't play music because... Uh, I want to exercise my fingers or because I want to show off. I try to really play music that is meaningful to human beings and to a community of people, and I really try to make it relevant. So that's, I guess, the aesthetic that guides what I do. So I don't consider myself a jazz musician. I consider myself a human musician. And for you, I mean, you've played all over the world, right? I mean, you're very much, you live in New York, right? But you're very much an international person. That's what they tell me. <laughs> that's what it, that's what they say. And you, you have some roots in Cuba. I right? have, my father was born in Cuba. And Cuba speaks to me very profoundly because the people here are remarkable. They are uh, beyond survivors. They are people who take survival to a new meaning. And here, they have nothing. They have little, and what they little they have, they have to fight for. But somehow their lives are filled with meaning and culture and purpose and education. And uh, I find that a real interesting uh, irony. And so it, 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 it motivates me to understand how to distill that essence in the human spirit that is found in Cuba and bring it to the people that I live with on a daily basis. And the music is a huge part of that, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. The music is uh, a huge part of that healing process, always. When I asked Arturo O'Farrell about Cuban musicians deserving of more fame, he had a lot to say. Here's some of it. And listen to the respect that he gives to Chuchu Valdez. And this was before he made those two albums with Chuchu. The, the two or three that have made huge names for themselves, I don't, with the exception of Chucho Valdez, I don't think of them as very Cuban. And I think they've renounced the idealism of Cuba. I think those folks have embraced American values in a very horrible way, frankly. Uh, and so there aren't any real of the older generation, except for Chucho, who still periodically lives in Cuba. Here's another track from the Familia, a tribute to Bebo and Chico CD from 2017 by Arturo O'Farrell and Chuchu Valdez. This tune, called Pianitis, was written by Chico O'Farrell for his son, Arturo. The first piano solo is by O'Farrell, then Chuchu does an Art Tatum-inspired one during the slow portion. Give a listen.
Arturo O'Farrell and Chuchu Valdez. And now for something completely different. This is a series on Cuban jazz, and this is part three, and Cuban jazz is more accurately Afro-Cuban jazz, even if that term has only been used since the genre was invented, so to speak, in New York City. But the Afro component of Cuban music is essential to it, and I haven't given as much space to talking about it in these programs as it deserves, even though it's so prevalent within the music. A lot of the influence came from the Congo, which is located in Central Africa and dominated by Bantu-speaking tribes. According to musicologist Ed Sublet, the Congo, with its deep culture of magic, music, and dance, has been one of the greatest influences on the way that we do things in the modern world. And while people from the Congo ended up everywhere in the Americas brought in to be slaves... Its influence on Cuba was particularly significant since slavery continued in Cuba for many years after it was banished everywhere else. And in Cuba, unlike many parts of the U.S., slaves were encouraged to practice their culture. In terms of some of the rhythms of the world's popular music today, there's a strong Congolese influence, and much of it came to the Americas and even to Europe via Cuba. Here's a minor example, one that many modern music fanatics can relate to. The word funky, it's apparently a Congo concept, the word uh, deriving from lu fuki, meaning strong body odor. Let's have some funky Cuban music, music that sounds and smells pretty good. Originally from Havana, here is Elio Lasso and the Cuban funk machine, with tabueno means as good.
2017, that's Ilio Lazo and the Cuban Funk Machine. This is Discovering Jazz coming through the air from the studios of Trent Radio in Peterborough, CFFF 92.7 FM, and on podcast, thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters. My name is Larry Sademan. I've mentioned in this series that an internationally acclaimed and Juno Award winning Cuban group based mostly out of Toronto, will be coming to Peterborough on April 28th as part of our International Jazz Day celebrations. They are Maqueque, five Cuban women plus Jane Bennett on flute and soprano sax. Now, many of the group members end up moving on to other projects, and many of them were also a significant part of other groups. Next week, I'm going to play music by Maqueque. That's spelled M-A-Q-U-E-Q-U-E from their two albums, as well as some of the music that the members have made with other groups and on their own. Right now, I want to play something by two former Makeke members who I just had the pleasure of seeing in concert at Lakefield in Ontario, a concert series that is inspired by trumpeter and artistic director Michael Rosen. The group that Michael brought in recently was fronted by two Cuban women, percussionist Magdalis Savigné, not sure if I'm pronouncing that name right, and violinist Elizabeth Rodriguez, who are both lovely vocalists as well. The group called themselves OCAN, O-K-A-N, and this tune here was written by Elizabeth Rodriguez, who is also the lead vocalist, and uh, it features some neat piano work by Toronto's Jeremy Ledbetter. It's called Last Day, OCAN.
musician I'm going to play. You may not believe what this young fellow can do on the piano. Yes, another piano player. There are some amazing ones in Cuba, mostly classically trained. His name is Jorge Luis Pacheco. I first heard him at the Havana Jazz Festival in 2014 at a free Arturo O'Farrell concert a couple days before the festival, and Arturo brought him up as a special guest where he mesmerized everybody with this stellar version of Someday My Prince Will Come. Just last year, he put out a CD available only via download through iTunes or CD Baby called Con El Pache Biboy a translation that relates to creating one's own art. The notes about him say, Jorge Luis Pacheco is an extraordinary, gifted, disciplined Cuban jazz pianist and musician who emulates and respects the jazz tradition while challenging its assumptions. (laughs) Here's the title tune available on a YouTube video, Jorge Luis Pacheco.
Jorge Luis Pacheco, one of Cuba's many fine young pianists. Speaking of the Havana Jazz Festival, the year I went, the opening act was Bobby Carcasses, who played a cappella as well as with a band, and it was an exquisite beginning to a terrific festival. He's a tall, thin man. He skips and sashays around as if he were a youth, and you'd never know that he's actually 86 years old. In fact, now he'd be 90. He was one of the founders of the Havana Jazz Festival, a great singer and trumpeter who stayed in Cuba. Here's a song from an album, Jazz Timbero, that he recorded in 1998. Listen to some of his great scat singing. And special guest on this selection is the great Chucho Valdez on piano, who we heard on those two tracks from the record I played earlier with him and Arturo O'Farrell. Bobby Carcasses. Mambo, mambo, mambo 
Carcasses. We have time for one more. And since next week I'll feature Jane Bennett and Mekeke, and this week I spoke quite a bit about that 2014 Havana Jazz Festival I attended, I'll amalgamate those two. One group I really liked at the festival were a group of women who went by the name of Sexto Sentido, which translates as the Sixth Sense. One of the founders of that group is Melvis Santa, who is now the lead singer for Jane Bennett and Makeke out of Toronto. I don't know if Melvis was in the group when this recording was made, but she no doubt had a huge influence in those fascinating harmonies and vocal blend that this group employs. Here they are, singing in English, a song called Blue Eyes. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now reminding you to tune into more Cuban music next week on Discovering Jazz, broadcasting through Trent Radio and Peterborough Independent Podcasters. When I look into them, that's why I am grateful every day for you to be my friend. Like a breeze that fly me in a cloud, and there's so much I think about when you say you'll stay around just to watch over me. Cause with you, never feel myself insecure. Whenever I call, you say I'll be there for sure. But you keep me always so pure. You show me what friends.
Every night, even without colors all my life, but the blue. 